Welcome to BizBody. I'm your host, Keith Shimon. The podcast has gradually shifted course. We realize that if you're listening, you're into your health for the long play, a long haul. You want to feel good and move good for decades, for life. You make your body, your mind, your life, your business, your responsibility. This sets the stage for our next topic, women's health. Joining us from the Mad Lab School of Fitness in Vancouver, Canada, is Karen Adderley, who specializes in women's health and women's fitness. She asks an important question. What if your period is not just a monthly burden? What if it was a gauge of your overall health? I mean, think of it. Infertility, fibroids, missing periods, mood swings, and other symptoms could be important clues leading you to a natural solution. I mean, instead of lifelong medication. Karen shares her journey and her frustrations. She's created a Healthy Hormones Workshop Wednesday, December 16, 2020, and her contact will be in the show notes if you're interested in the workshop. Karen is partnered with a naturopathic physician for women that require further medical assessments and intervention, so she's done her homework. Karen brings up some scenarios that I have never thought of. Of course, number one, because I'm a male and because I help so many women that are perimenopausal or that have gone through menopause. There are situations that I had previously taken lightly and now I'm going to consider as an exercise professional. I'm really looking forward to Carrie's class coming up, our online workshop coming up in a couple of weeks. Go ahead and check it out. Till then, here's the conversation with Karen Adderley. Look, what do you see now that you're in the thick of the thick of things for for like women's health right Mm -hmm. what uh what were some of the frustrations that you came upon to like go this route and and take the turns that you have to to really do the research to to be where you are now yeah well the the thing that really kicked it off for me um was about two years ago um I was training for um, Olympic lifting. I was cutting weight. Um, I was doing all the things, training hard every day. Um, And it was very suddenly stopped sleeping, like at all. (laughs) Um, And it it went for weeks. And um, as you can imagine, everything broke down and like binary language like acknowledged on that like I couldn't work anymore I couldn't obviously couldn't train um I I really couldn't do anything and when I went to see my family doctor um to figure out what what was going on um she wanted to put me on antidepressants and there was no tests no blood tests no like no test for anything, just here's a prescription for antidepressants. And I thought, I don't, okay, if, if you think so. And it was actually the pharmacist. I went to fill the prescription and the pharmacist was like, is this your first time on this? I'm like, yeah, you know, my doctor gave this to me because I'm not sleeping. And he, he was telling me like, 
I just really want you to consider this before you take it, especially the fact that you can't stop taking it <laughs> without your doctors like weaning you off of it, right? And I got back into my car and I like, I just started crying. I'm like, I don't want to add this to the problems I'm already having. I'm not depressed. I'm like, I'm pretty down right now, but that's because I just need a good night's sleep. Um, and so I, I didn't want this, this Band-Aid solution. It's like, how is this going to address? I don't know. I still don't know what's wrong. And I still don't know how to fix the root problem. Um, and I was, I, I, I just took a, a, a guess in the phone book and I called um, a naturopath who is also a Chinese uh, medicine doctor. And I called her and she actually sat with me during her lunch hour for two hours, talking about my symptoms, talking about what was going on, uh, everything that was happening from like training to any other symptoms that were happening. And she sent me back to my family doctor with a list of blood tests to run. And so we kept going back and forth until my family doctor decided that she wasn't going to run any more tests. And um, just the way that it works um, up here in Canada, when your naturopath prescribes tests, that just means you have to pay for it out of your pocket versus your family doctor, it's covered under um, your medical insurance. Um, so we continued to explore um, different tests. And what turned out was um, my hormones were completely out of whack. And when I look back at how I was basically living my life, um, you know, it's not a surprise knowing what I know now. Um, and it took a lot of time for, um, and a lot of hard work to get my hormones back into alignment or into balance um, and so that I could start sleeping again and start feeling like a human again um, and really just taking control back over my own my own body um, and so that's what started because for those weeks where you know I, I didn't know what was going on I really struggled to find a resource um, to help me there wasn't at the time a lot of information coming out um, about women's hormones and especially when it comes to like diet and exercise and how that affects our hormones right um, and since then there there's definitely has been um, some great resources coming out from people like dr stacy sims um, who's written a book called roar which is really um, great all female athletes and all all coaches that coach female athletes really should read it. Um, and she's put out a couple of courses, um, one called uh, Women Are Not Small Men, which is like the best title ever. <laughs> um, and um, another course called um, Just Menopause for Athletes, which um, is, I'm not quite there, but it also addresses dresses uh, perimenopause, which is definitely a, a, um, a big contribution to why my hormones were um, out of balance. So learning a lot from uh, Dr. Sims and um, 
the Nutritional Coaching Institute. So I am a, also a nutrition coach at my gym. Um, the Nutritional Coaching Institute um, has a women's hormone uh, masterclass uh, program as well. So I just started educating myself um, with different courses and different books to try and figure out what, where did I go wrong and how can I move forward and still be a competitive athlete and do it in a way that's going to be safe for my body and like the longevity of my, my performance. Mm-hmm. Like just because I'm in my mid forties doesn't mean I want my, I want to allow my performance to decline. Right. And it doesn't have to. Um, so that really is what got me started um, on this journey of education and um, used the word earlier, just empowering myself um, for my own body. And how can I help my clients that are going through um, a lot of similar issues? Hmm. So did you, um, did you find there to be like a major two or three things that, that really, that really made a humongous benefit for you? Or was it just primarily a process that, that you're now going through that has helped you so much? Um, well, one of the big things was realizing, I mean, that, that just that, that line that women are not small men, mm-hmm. right? So why is it, even when I'm feeling great and feeling strong, um, why is it that one week I can like kill a workout and feel like superwoman? And then the next week I'm, you know, doing a jog around the block and I'm basically in tears and I feel like I'm jogging through like pea soup. Like how is my fitness so different one week to the next? Yeah. Um, and really learning about, um, you know, our, our menstrual cycles and the cycles of our hormones um, and allowing myself to, um, you know, not every day needs to be a push it day. And my hormones are not going to allow me to push it every single day. So what, what happens in for two weeks is not going to happen for the next two weeks and, and adjusting my training and even my expectations. Um, because as an athlete, you get really frustrated when you're like, I could do this last week. Like, what the heck? <laughs> you know, <laughs> where's my fitness gone in a week? Mm-hmm. Um, and that is not my fitness. It's not me. It is just the cycles of my hormones. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, the dude I'm, I'm training with next to me, you know, he's fine because his hormones don't cycle the way ours do. Mm-hmm. And so really embracing that. And not only in fitness, but in what I expect from myself in my daily life from day to day. Mm-hmm. Because if I have, you know, at one point in my cycle, I have this really great creative, like, go get it attitude um, or, um, or feelings, and I can kill my workout, and then I can come home and work for 10 hours and feel great. And the next week, understand that, like, this is not the time for that, or it's not the time for social, be social, or put myself out there. This is a time for me to slow down and rest, because that is how my hormones and my body is is created and to embrace it. So it's really impacted more than just fitness in my life. It's impacted just how I schedule things, how I, what I expect out of myself at any given day. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're scheduling, um, cause you're a coach now, 
like um, you're a full-time coach and um, you've been educating yourself. I mean, ever since that I met you, since you're my mentor to the strong coach, um, you've basically packaged a lot of this together within a course, right? Mm -hmm. That I've seen. Um, can you explain, um, can you tell us about the course? Yeah. So my course is just called, is called uh, Healthy Hormones. Um, and what it is, is seven basics that we can do as women to keep our hormones in balance. Um, so really basic things, sleep, stress, uh, nutrition to environmental toxins, all of these things that can throw our hormones out of balance. Um, so those parts are basic and the information is really gonna be a deep dive into how these things affect our endocrine system, right? So, so many women that I work with, um, with my nutrition coaching, um, I, I would say 90% of the women that come to me have been on diets for most of their life, right? And not understanding uh, why they don't get periods anymore, hmm. right? And used to think that it was a body fat percentage, like, oh, if you have a super low body fat percentage as a woman, then you're, you're going to start missing your period. Hmm. But it's not just that body fat percentage, right? It's that constant under eating and over exercising and that energy balance that shuts things down. Um, so I've really learned from working with women about how to um, bring our hormones back to an optimal level. Like the best texts I get from my clients is like, I got my period. <laughs> like, I'm like, yes, it's so good. Success. Right? <laughs> Success. Um, and, and, and how, you know, it's not, it's not, these things aren't complicated, right? Like we've been hearing, um, you know, that we need to do self-care and, you know, reduce our stress load. And I think it's important for women to understand exactly what that stress does to their bodies and to their endocrine system so they can empower themselves to like really understand why they need to reduce their stress rather than just people telling them reduce your stress, hmm. right? What does that mean for your, for your actual hormone system in your body? So that's why I've created this, um, this course and it's going to be 90, 90 minutes to two hours, depending on, you know, I have definitely have time for, for questions and, and to uh, deep dive anything else that, that people want to know. Um, and I've partnered with um, a naturopathic doctor, so if there are things that are outside of my scope, um, I have a medical practitioner um, that I can refer to and work with, um, which is even more important um, that we're working together mm -hmm. to, uh, to deal with any of these issues. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Hmm. Um, somebody asked me a question yesterday and it was um, someone who had a hysterectomy and I don't know if you've worked with anyone who's had a hysterectomy before. Um, she was she was actually very curious about um, hormone balance when you know when you're going through our post procedure. You know if you had any mm -hmm. thoughts on anything like that. So, from, from I haven't worked with anyone that has gone through a hysterectomy mm -hmm. um, yet, and my understanding is that basically you're in menopause right? So you're no longer ovulating and you're 
um, estrogen and your progesterone are, are flatlined, mm -hmm. just like you they are when you are in um, in menopause. Um, so treating it's it's there there is no hormones to be imbalanced anymore. Got it. Right. Right. So um, just like if I have a menopausal woman that comes to me um, that needs help or fitness or nutrition, um, we really have to understand that you're no longer getting the positive or the negative um, effects of estrogen and progesterone, right? So estrogen is really great for uh, building muscle, keeping your bones strong. So it's really important um, with menopause um, or if you have a hysterectomy, that the important things are to lift heavy weights because you need to provide that stimulus uh, for muscle growth that um, that you're no longer going to get from from your hormones. Um, so things like lifting heavy weights. So that's not like 50 reps with a five pound dumbbell. You know, it's it's uh, lifting heavy shit. <laughs> um, plyometrics is really important. Um, and uh, high intensity interval training are the best for um, preserving and building muscle mass was the best stimulus when we no longer have our hormones to, to help us. Um, and nutrition wise, that's where uh, protein uh, comes in. Like we need to, first of all, most of the women that I work with when we start working together are not eating enough protein. Um, and it's even more important once we get to that menopausal starting in perimenopause and into that menopausal age um, or postmenopausal. Um, so you have the fitness or the exercise stimulus, and then you need the protein um, and a constant supply of protein throughout the day. So protein with every meal to make sure that we have that um, amino acid pool so that our bodies can, um, uh, can still utilize that and build muscle because mm. we don't have like, the hormones aren't doing it for us anymore. So, what do you think about, um, or what do you see as far as um, also uh, fat consumption, like um, decent decent fatty acid consumption? Because I, I notice that a lot of people are still kind of they're still scared of actually consuming fats. Yeah, totally. Well, fats and cholesterol are the building blocks for your hormones, right? So when you know back in the what is it the eighties when when some of us were, were younger um, <laughs> and we had the, the low fat um, diet craze going on, right? And you're really, first of all, so many of your vitamins um, are fat soluble. So if you look at something important like vitamin D, especially up, up here in the, uh, the cold north of Canada, <laughs> we don't get that much sunshine. Um, vitamin D is a fat soluble uh, vitamin. So you need fat for your body to be able to utilize these things. And fat and cholesterol are, like I said, the building blocks for hormones. So you need it to even just to make the hormones um, that your body runs on. So these are the chemical messengers um, that run every system in your body, right? So when we're not eating enough uh, healthy fats, we're just not providing it the, the building blocks um, to produce them. So you now have a pretty good outline system for yourself that you almost have like a, a checklist or um, like, what do you do to keep yourself in balance? Yeah, well, um, number one is I prioritize sleep. So I have um, 
a very strict bedtime, um, which stays the same whether it's a weekday or weeknight. And that's really important to have a consistent sleep awake cycle. Um, now it may fluctuate, like I don't, you know, when I coach and have to get up at 4.10 in the morning, um, I don't necessarily do that on a Saturday, although I did this Saturday because I was just up. Um, and I'm not staying up, I'm not staying up late, right? I'm going to bed by eight because I'm getting up by four and really prioritizing getting that um, seven to eight hours of good quality sleep. And that's a, that's a non-negotiable for me. Like, you don't see me out. <laughs> well, I mean, it's pandemic. You don't see really anyone out right now, but um, <laughs> right. You know, I'm, I'm not staying up till, till 2 a.m. watching Netflix because it's just, that is not my priority. Um, keeping my blood sugar uh, level stable. So having really healthy carbs throughout the day um, because fluctuations in blood sugar are really uh, challenging on your liver. So your liver is not having, um, if your liver is trying to like convert your, your stored energy into usable energy all the time uh, with low blood sugar, um, what's happening is it's not um, metabolizing that, um, that excess estrogen, hmm. right? So your, your liver is, is breaking down that estrogen so that your uh, elimination system can get rid of it. And when that doesn't happen, it gets recycled into your body and causes like an uh, estrogen dominance. So I really am very careful with, um, and I'm saying this as someone who is keto for five years. Okay, so this is something, it might not sound challenging, but it was challenging. Hmm. Like eating enough fats is not hard. Yeah. Eating enough carbs for me is actually a challenge, both like, mentally like oh mm. these these carbs are going to make me fat but mm. they don't <laughs> right um so making sure that i have a constant um uh blood sugar level throughout the day um eating enough protein i was a vegetarian for most of my life um and i was i say now i'm a meatitarian um because it's it's really important so it's it's not just a bowl of oatmeal for for breakfast because i also need that constant supply of protein throughout the day as well. Um, and really prioritizing my pre and post nutrition or uh, workout nutrition, right? So there's no more fasted workout um, and just waiting until like lunch, like working out in the morning, waiting until lunch to eat. Um, like that is so detrimental. And, and like I said, when I had my, when I stopped sleeping, I was cutting weight for a competition, right? For a Olympic lifting competition. And I was doing all of the, the things that I don't do anymore, right? I, I went keto and I would fast and do all of these things that while they are um, beneficial for some people, there's not much efficacy for, for women, right? Especially athletic women. Um, the, the, uh, all the research is done on, on men, right? So we need to stop taking what's good for men and applying it to women because women are not small men, right? It doesn't work the same. Um, so really prioritizing my nutrition and, and, you know, meals throughout the day and keeping things just at a nice level um, and saving my like high carb stuff around um, fitness uh, when my body's going to use it. So those would be the biggest, um, 
the biggest things that I do um, to keep my my hormones in balance nice. and to not end up where I was before. <laughs> yeah, not sleeping is just a pain, especially when you have that little voice in your head looking at the uh, the time, saying like, "I'm only going to get this much sleep now, and I'm only going to get this yeah. much sleep," and and I'm also yeah, just clock watching. Yeah, it's it's yeah. horrible. Like that's that's just horrible. And um, yeah, um, when are you holding these classes? Um, so my first um, workshop is going to be December 16th um, at 6 p.m. PST time. And uh, it's going to run for about two hours. And it's a, a bargain, $80 Canadian. So was that like like $10 American? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, um, it is during the pandemic. So who knows? Maybe it's, true. it's all level now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so this is my first one. So it's a... Uh, it's definitely at a, a reduced rate. Um, so I encourage if anyone is having issues with their hormones, this is a really good time to, uh, to jump on and, and, and learn some more cool. and what you can do naturally. Um, you know, my, I talked about the, um, the antidepressants that my doctor wanted to put me on. And usually so often when women are having hormonal um, imbalances or issues, the doctor wants to prescribe uh, hormonal birth control. Um, and again, that's just a band-aid solution. It's going to temporarily mask any of the symptoms that women are having and not addressing any of the underlying root cause, right? So, I mean, hormonal birth control is great if you're trying to prevent pregnancy. It's, a, it's an option, um, but <laughs> it should not be used as a band-aid for, um, for acne, or you know heavy painful periods or cramping like it is not um it shouldn't be the medicine that's it's just a band-aid and there are so many natural things that we can do that we have under control with you know our nutrition and our movement um our mindset that um that we have the uh the power to to you know affect our body in a positive way that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah, everyone should go check it out, especially when you have the opportunity to make a change with uh, within two hours of time. You know that mm -hmm. that could be that could be a really powerful, uh, powerful two hours. So especially Definitely. if uh, if you want to not only have your function and your uh, energy levels improve, but also your quality of life. You know, that's that's what this is all about. Absolutely, and you know. A lot of the um, the symptoms that women uh, experience are they're really common, um, and that does not mean that they're normal, mm. right? So we we first of all we want to talk about them because people don't really talk about their their menstrual cycles or or what they're going through, and secondly, to understand that they don't have to um, endure it. That there is um, a better way to experience life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where can people sign up and find you? Um, I am on uh, the best place is uh, Instagram. So I'm Coach Karan YVR. Um, that's Vancouver, um, and uh, you know that's the best place to find some content about uh, hormones. So I'm I'm posting um, content there and. Uh, you know, to reach out to me if you want to learn more about the course. Awesome. Thank you for being on the show today, Karen.
Well, thank you for having me.